All right, so hey, so we're doing this on first Friday bite size. Uh, Pastor Jake and Pastor Jack are off camera because uh, we're social, we're making sure our social distancing is correct and everything. Um, we want everybody to be safe as possible, but we wanted to have this generation discussion about faith as our first uh, Friday Friday night uh, bite size scheduled um, scheduled uh, a thing. So so remember every every Friday bite size is going to go. We're not doing it every night anymore. We're doing it once a week on Friday. So we're pretty excited to start that new schedule. So this is this is day one of our Friday night schedule. We're pretty excited about it. So remember on Sunday we're going to be talking about uh, back to uh, back to church during our back to basics series we've been doing uh, through our campuses and online. So that's what we're doing. So make sure you you're online with us or at the drive-in uh, down in Moorhead at 11 o'clock, and down here in Moore in, in Newburn we do it at 10:30 online. So make sure you're joining us uh, on Sunday morning because we want everybody to be part of that. Also remember we're doing our uh, our church-wide Zoom call, so everybody's going to hear about that and get the invite for that. That's where we're going to be talking about how we're going to be processing back to gathering together physically uh, now that we're starting to come out of the, the COVID-reduced movement thing. So been really uh, been a really exciting time. Uh, been really cool to see all the new things we've been doing. And so this is kind of an outflow of that. And, and today we're going to be doing a generational discussion about faith, how faith changes over the generations. And it's going to be really good. We've had a pretty good pre-discussion, haven't we guys? Yeah. It's been pretty good. Yeah, sure. yeah, so I'm pretty excited for, for everybody to kind of put in their two cents. And so it's going to be eye-opening for you too. So if you have kids of all ages, you yourself, um, you know, you've had questions about why the generation coming up is doing what they do. Uh, well, tonight we're going to talk about it. It's going to be good. So Pastor Jack, what do you got? What, what, do you, what do you want to say before we get started? I'm just excited to see it. We was looking at earlier and we got most of your major, well, I say major generations, but you got your millennials, your well, I forget all of them. I forget how it is. Gen Z, Gen Z, all of them. You got you got boomers. You got some people here from almost every every different generation. And just the pre-discussion, there's a lot of different topics, but it was I think it was more based on verbiage than it was almost yeah. anything. So I'm ready. I'm, I'm really anxious to see so we can grow as as an entire body to see how we can reach everybody in these different generations to do what we're called to do and go make disciples for Christ because we can't do that unless we know how to do that. So. That's right. So to get things started, man, you guys ready to go? Yes. All right, let's do this, man. To get things started, I'm going to read the same thing I read to you guys earlier. And, and here we go. It says, Faithview. This is not me. I'm reading off of uh, off a website, Barna.com. Faithview shows us that elders are most like, are the most likely generation of U.S. adults to self-identify as Christians, 83%. This, trend down, this trends downward as we move through the generations. Boomers are close behind at 80 uh, at 80%, followed by almost three-quarters of Generation X at 73%, and a big drop among millennials, uh, with, shy, with just shy of two-thirds claiming Christianity at 64%. The same is true among the more committed category of practicing Christians, defined by Barna as self-identified Christians who attend church every month and say that their faith is very important in their lives. Uh, almost four in ten elders, 37%, practice their faith in this way. Again, trending downward, boomers, 30%. Gen X, 26%, and Millennials, 22%. Uh, accordingly, we see a, an overall 9% difference between Christian elders at 66% who strongly agree with their religious faith and say it's very important in their life, and, and then Millennials at 57% who say the same thing. And then it has in parentheses that Gen Z is not shown here, but Barna has seen early signs that a decline in affiliation is extending into teens in this next generation who are more likely than the older adults to identify as atheists, and we talked about up there is uh, we have uh, millennials and 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 the Gen Z or Gen X guys 
uh, they're pretty much the same, 80 to 83%. And then you start getting the millennials and on, and there's like a cliff, a drop-off in their faith, and people who claim faith. And so the question I have for everybody is, why? Why is there such a difference in the faith, professed faith or otherwise, between the generations? And in this room, we have every one of those generations recognized. So, so who wants to start? What is the big difference between the generations? Why is one generation so willing to say, I'm a Christian, and that it's a big part of my life, and by the time you get down to the, to the millennials and on, you have it all the way down to 26%. So from 83% down to 26%, that's a sharp decline in people professing their faith. I saw David's hand, and then I saw Kelvin's hand. So um, I think for more of my age and a little younger, um, we didn't see, like we went to church, um, but we didn't see necessarily the generation above us living it out. Like we didn't, we, we went to church, we, we sat grace at lunch or at, at, at meals, stuff like that, but we didn't, we didn't necessarily see the, um, the, the Bible devotions or, or like accidental walking on prayers and stuff like that, and we just didn't see the faith lived out. And I think that has a um, big impact. On yeah, so you, you didn't actually see it, and so you, yeah. know, you don't know how to mimic it. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? What do you think, Kelvin? That's good. Good point. Um, I think that going, going off of what Marcus said um, earlier, uh, just about the verbiage, um, as far as it goes, uh, Zach, sorry about that. <laughs> sorry about that. Facebook, man, that's what it does to you. I need to call people by the government names. Um, <laughs> um, but I think, really, it was just the verbiage of the statistics, because I think there is a drop. Um, I really do believe there's a drop, but I think that the verbiage um, could be worded just a little bit differently, maybe. Because what the verbiage that you said? Explain, because, explain because, a little bit more. Because the people who may identify themselves as Christians, are they identifying themselves religiously as Christians or relationship-wise as Christians? Are they identifying themselves religiously as in they just come to a church building and go through the motions of church and are churchy, that's what I call it, when you're religious, churchy, or are they really actually grasping the fact that they have to have a relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. They have to have a relationship with God. So I think that I think the verbiage is very tricky. Yeah. And Sulai and then I see Nate. And um, then we'll get to this side of the room. I really like the point you made, Calvin, because I think that, you know, growing up I did grow up in a Christian home, but it was a lot of that religion. Mm -hmm. And yes. that religion turned me off. Mm -hmm. And I didn't want anything to do with it because I saw what religion does. Yeah. Religion yeah. is hateful. Religion is, is bashful. It turns people away. Yeah. So, like, at least for millennials, like, at least for the people I know, every person, every one of my friends that's atheist, that's what they say. They say they've had a bad experience with religion. So when people ask me, like, I, I remember I met I met this guy at the gym last year and he was like, so you're religious? And I'm like, absolutely not. Mm -hmm. And I was really offended and he was like, what? I'm like, I'm spiritual. I believe in a relationship. I don't believe in a theology or religion because what I've gained from it growing up, what I've seen with my own two eyeballs is all the hate that comes mm -hmm. with it. Yes. So I think that at least for millennials my age and what I've experienced, I think that's what it is. Yeah. That's awesome. So I, I think what I've noticed, going more off what David and Calvin said, is I think once you get, when you're going from the older generations down, and as we progress in in technology in our age and develop, we're getting busier. Everything I personally think everything's just getting busier. So people aren't sitting there developing a relationship or 
you know, spending more time in the Word or in their faith because I, I and that's why I, that's the decline I see is we're getting too busy. Good. Well, I don't necessarily think it's too busy. I think it's distractions, to be honest. Um, mm -hmm. If you really look at, we don't really get busy. We're doing the same thing as people did in the fifties, mm -hmm. working jobs, going to school, graduating school, going to work. But I do agree with David. We don't see people walking it out, but it's not because the older generation is not doing it. It's because we're distracted by, well, mostly video games, if I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I feel like our Christianity, I think we're trying to adapt to video games, like how to spread it through video games. As Ben and a couple of his friends, or people that he met online, they literally have a group that play every Sunday night and just talk about the word. That's it. I mean, they play video games and all that, obviously, but they talk about the word while playing. That's awesome. Tell us about that, man. Uh, yeah, every Sunday, we got a couple of me and my friends. We play play Call of Duty, and we've actually ministered to a couple of people that have joined with us. Uh, but the person that brought me in, I'll give him a shout-out, Jordan Hilke. He's also got a friend that does a full-on ministry through Twitch. Um, he's, who's, he's also saved through a lot of people have been saved through that that uh, through the Twitch media. Um, but also, I wanted to piggyback off what he said when he said distractions. Um, I do believe it is distractions, and I also think it comes all the way down to how easy it is to be successful, and the thing and the outlets that we have to become successful. If if you have all this technology and you have all these outlets to become successful, why do I need God? Okay, we're dropping truth bombs. Boom! Dropping truth bombs. Yeah, I know that that's God of war because yeah, because when you're when you're when you're being blessed, right, we forget the source of the blessing sometimes and, and you can have that distancing. That's good, Scott. You know, you're you're the older generation here. Yeah. When, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's so, so strange. I'm off camera, so you're in. <laughs> you know, I, even being, you know, with my generation, I, I, I cannot agree with y'all anymore. I was, fell victim to the same distractions, the same thing. You know, I'm, I'm a new Christian in Christ, although I'm 41. Uh, you know, but I've been walking, you know, and having this relationship with Christ for the past few years. And, you know, and things have changed drastically from the time I was a teenager running around. You know, I had my skateboard. I didn't have Facebook. I, you know, I had an Atari. I had one joystick. <laughs> <laughs> like today, yeah, you've got the PlayStation, and it's like, wow, you know, this thing is awesome. But you know, you guys are exactly right. You know, so many distractions bringing people away from Christ. And but it's not. It doesn't matter really who, how old you are, because like I said, I I was the same thing. You know, but you know, to pull yourself away from that distraction in today's world is amazing. Well, you, you know, you're, you you said that from being and don't take no disrespect as the oldest, but pre-discussion, who dropped the biggest bomb in here was Elijah. Oh, and yeah. I really want you to talk about what you said earlier, and 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 he is the youngest in here, and no, that's that's a really big thing because that is the upcoming. You know, it's not the upcoming; they're here, they're now. We have to minister to them. So talk a little bit about what you talked about earlier. Well, what I said earlier in the room was like. I think people are hiding their faith. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're, they're scared to express themselves. They're, 
they think they're going to be judged for it, and they are being judged for it. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've seen people get, like, shut down from expressing their faith. And, like, I had a close friend of mine who used to be, like, so open about his faith and stuff, and then he just kind of slowly and slowly just, it, like, diminished. And now he considers himself an atheist. Was that was that from the Christian world they were shut down, or the secular world? It was or the secular you, the world. Secular world. Yeah. Was it the the mindset in behind there? I think it gotcha. was definitely the mindset. It was definitely society pushing on him to. Gotcha. To the If I can piggyback off what Elijah's saying too, is um, like where you kind of hit the point too uh, was it's not always the secular world. A lot of times it's us as Christians. I say us because you know I do it. We all do it as Christians. It's someone will come out and be you know, new in the faith and expressing their faith, but it's not enough. They're not Christian enough. They don't understand the Bible enough. They're not doing it good enough. And I think that's a lot of reasons why, another good reason why a lot of Christians kind of just like back off because Christians are the most judgeful towards other Christians, I feel like. Judgeful Absolutely. Wow. But Who agrees with that? Right Absolutely. Who would disagree with that? Nobody would disagree with that? No. No. Yeah, why do you think that is? What do you think, Allison? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that there's a good answer. Um, there, there's not a good answer. I don't. It shouldn't be that way, and it is. Yeah. I can definitely agree, especially now. I mean, I'm not older, but I'm older than her. <laughs> My two kids. So now I feel like, as a Christian woman and mom, it's like, okay, is she raising up like Reese? You know, is am I raising my daughter enough in Christ and Ada, who is a baby? And, you know, I feel like now the Christian moms are all like watching and. How does she discipline her child? Is she doing it the right way? Mm. Um, is she bringing her up in Christ like she should? And is that is that a pressure? I, I, I think it is. Sula? Um, I just want to bring that back to my whole topic of religion. That's what religion <laughs> does. Yeah. You know, religion's always like you know keeping count of the good and the bad. Like, are you doing Even this? Else. Are you doing that? Like, taking you almost. Yes, yeah. exactly. And like, so I think that's what turns us all off, like every mm-hmm. generation. Amen. Yeah. What about generational inter- intermixing between generations? So you have, um, like, I'm I'm wearing a hat inside right now. So so is Zach. So is Scott. And so is so is the cameraman. <laughs> but his name is Edwin. <laughs> so and then I'm looking and I see like the other guys aren't. But that, you know, those are like rules from from. And and I'm not saying that we should just discard that. But you know, and I'm, I'm kind of being tongue in cheek with the hat thing. But like the way people dress, or tattoos, or that's how I grew up. So how do you guys feel about generational differences in faith? Go ahead. I see Allison, and then I see Nate, and then I see Kelvin. So I kind of have a personal experience with that, like you said, with the hat—not necessarily hat—but I have a friend that's very new in her faith, and she called me panicking because she spent quite a bit of money on church clothes for her kids, and I'm not talking like jeans, like dresses, and like little suits. I was like, why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told her I said if you know. For me personally, I wouldn't wear sweatpants, but like if I did, no one here at Seastone would be like, oh my gosh, she's in sweatpants. I was like, they're not going to care. They're just happy you're there. Right. And I was like, who who told you they had to be dressed like that? And she's like, I just thought that's what you had to do. Wow. So she just thought that's what Christians were like. Yeah. Wow. She just thought that her and her kids had to be dressed to the nines every Sunday. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, they don't. I mean, you can dress yeah. like that if you want, but. No. I love I love you said that because I see everybody's hands coming. So I saw Elijah doing this, and then Will was like, hey, "So let's work our way around the room." So Elijah, you shook your head yes. So tell us why. Well, I mean, I, I agree with her. Like my mind, my mind just went blank. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, what's starting, bro? It's like, starting. What's, what's, my favorite 
Elijah's statement, man. What's <laughs> even going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Don't judge him. Yeah. No, yeah, it's all good, man. Tell us a lot. Yeah. Um, we can come back to you if you want. Yeah, come back okay, to me. Okay, all right. <laughs> that was awesome. It's <laughs> a deep piece. Go ahead, Will, what you got? It's not really something I want to say. It's just a question. Like, I want to know how people got the thought or start thinking you have to dress nice to go to church. I think it's the uber-religious people. Well, well, yeah, there's that, but I mean, like, why did the uber-religious people bring that up? Because it literally says in the Bible, uh, I forgot who it is. But come but, as you are. Yeah, he's, he said, you brought me in. I'm going to come to you the same way you brought me in. He had nothing. He lost everything. He lost his kids, farm, money, clothes. Joke. Well, he didn't lose his clothes, but he took off his clothes. He was like, look, I've lost everything else. I'm coming back to you the same way you brought me in. Yeah, you're talking about Joe. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, I mean, like, He lost everything, yeah. He lost everything. Mm -hmm. That's good. It doesn't really matter what you come in. It's yeah. not going to be like, oh, you're not going to come here because yes. you're in gym shorts and a stained up t-shirt. Yeah. Like I said, who we're just cares? gotta be here. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, who cares? Who, nobody should care. I, I mean, I, I think the point, the point we were talking about is, and that's all. You're right, hundred percent. Bringing up Joe, all that's the good stuff. I love that. But the fact of the matter is, we are living in a society where people think that. And so, how, how horrible is that? I mean, I, I, you guys are hundred percent right. We're walking our way around. Did you have something, Scott? I know no. Nate well, I mean, the, I the, the tradition. You know, like I said, I was born and raised in a time that's over traditional, and it really. It scared me in ways, um, and, and which comes back to what you guys are saying. You know, I mean, these people are very over conservative. I mean, and how many times I was told I was going to hell for my tattoos is unbelievable. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm sitting here with a hat on. You know, I think the first time I was asked to give a message, I've done it barefooted in shorts in an over traditional church. Oh, no. <laughs> um, there you go. Was scared. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, uh, you know. All this sounds like tradition to me. Mm -hmm. You know, Jesus didn't die on the cross, so we would Come have to now. dress up and to get to know mm -hmm. him, or so you would could wear your Versace suit to church. <laughs> I mean, I'm so no matter what, you know, the homeless man on the street has the chance in their Christ just like yeah. anybody else. That's right. Jesus was naked on the cross, by the way. But why? Yeah. Oh, he knows that. He was borderline there from the shadow. There's, for me personally, that tradition, I've known it's there, but I haven't seen it much. Because like when it comes to like the clothing, I've grown up in this church. I was running around this church during worship practice or before service, after service, in shorts and a raggedy t-shirt. Yeah, I dressed nicer as I'm older. Like, I didn't, I didn't deal with that until, you know, I got tattoos. And that was my first, my first really interaction with that. Someone, you know, I'm considered a leader here by other leaders and I, I'm always here working and someone that I've always considered very loving towards me kind of just came up to me and why would you do that or and kind of gave me this whole message and I, I listened to him I smiled but I thought this one thing is going to is negating everything that I've done all this this relationship that I have this the work that I do for Christ and it's tradition it can be bad because like that just in in their eyes, and that's what they they're used to. That kind of like canceled out everything. It hurts you, yeah. Um, just like everyone's saying stuff, where I'm like, but like the big thing is like I actually stopped going to a church because of that. Like I I'm very much my street style combat boots type of girl, but like it, I would walk into this church and it's like all eyes on me. And it was like death glares. Like I'm 
I passed her. What have you sitting here with? Yeah, I'm gonna make sure. You know, I was like, tell me who, because we're gonna fix that. I hit him. As we walk off camera. Because like, you know, somebody was saying something, I think it was Will or maybe your sister, I can't remember, but where I was like, it's it's in your heart. Yeah. You come as you are and it doesn't matter if you're like shoeless, like it's what's inside. And I think, again, I will always, always come back to it. It's religion because religion is what tells you tradition, like tradition is important. You got to do this, that, third, but it's not like it's about your heart. Is anybody next? So I grew up like that. I grew up with church or um passing out on in church like recently, probably within the past three or four years. Um the church I was going to back home or back home from. Um one of my friends came in, he was wearing a hat. And they almost like um, a man in the back was just like he got my attention in in like in the middle of the seven thirty service on Wednesday night to be like hey, mm -hmm. and I'm just like, mm -hmm. and even today like I'll see somebody in the church wearing hats, and it like like I don't even notice it until my flesh is just like hey, somebody's wearing. It. I'm like whatever, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Mm -hmm. and, it's, and it's still something that I have to that I have to slay myself because I, I was brought up in it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it, it was a train and it was a taught thing. Wow. Okay. Good. So that answers Allison's question or yeah. William's question, where who brought that in the church? Yeah. It's just yeah. it's trained behavior, but it's not biblical. No. It's not, and and so the whole, to be judgmental like that, it's not biblical. So I, I, I love you said that. Like, respect. Thing. Yeah. You're a younger. The reason I stopped with you is because you're a younger guy. Uh, and you're saying I have a problem with that, but mm -hmm. it was something I was trained to have a problem with. Yeah. And you're trying to break yourself with that. I think that's awesome. So that's good. Kelvin. Yeah, I want I want to piggyback off of David um, because I grew up through a Baptist. Did I just give me, bro? Anybody who is a denomination freak out there, you know, you know what comes with that. But um, but honestly, that's exactly what it is. And I think that is a, I think it's a selfishness for for. Mm -hmm for us Christians in general, because I think it's almost uh, like a, a selfish thing to think that somebody has to come to you the way somebody has to come to you when you're when you're dressed up, when you're like that. What did Jesus do? Um, I was on Bites House uh, last week, and uh, I talked about how Jesus served us first. He stooped down as the lowest servant to wash somebody's feet, yeah. which in that culture was very, you know, that was very, very like dirty almost like. Yeah. And so how how selfish is it of us to expect somebody to come yeah. to us if we don't come to them? My great grandfather used to always tell me, if they don't come to you, you go get them. Mm -hmm. And so <laughs> when we go get them, they're not gonna be dressed up in their Sunday best. Yep. They're not gonna be they're not gonna know the Bible front to back. That's but but they're gonna Ooh. exactly but they're gonna have a humble and honest heart. And why don't we look at that? Instead of what brand of clothing, what brand of clothing you got on? Like I grew up in, in in a church where you couldn't even chew gum, like that was like the unforgivable sin is chewing gum. <laughs> so, so I mean, so honestly, I think it's just a selfishness, and it's religious, it's traditional, yeah. and I think some aspects of tradition is great, um, like 
baptisms, like stuff like that. But some aspects of tradition is terrible. And that's looking at what somebody has on and turning them away yeah. instead of looking at their heart. Because yeah. if Jesus was to look at if Jesus was to look at us by the physical things mm -hmm. about us, then all of us would be discredited. But he looks at his heart and we should look at the same thing, I think. You brother. So what I was going to say was what I think what's happening with the younger generation and like, you know, what we're talking about right now, like what you're wearing, it's not actually what about is on the outside, what's on the inside. I think the older generations, you know, they, you know, they did try to put this into words. They say I'm not, I'm not outside in, not yeah, inside out, yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. yeah. And I think that's turning people away from the church. It's yeah. making it like someone might come in and be like, Homeless or off the streets, and someone might be mm. like, "Oh, who's that? Why are they in here? They don't. De they don't deserve to be in here with us." Oh wow! Like I. That's good. Yeah. Oh, you don't want that. I just said yeah. yeah. So yeah, you want that. So one of the words that I keep hearing flip flipped around, and then we'll go to you. But I, I want y'all to ask you this: it, the the word religion. What does what does Jesus teach that religion is in the Bible? Because you you said something, and then it just really sparked it up. You said that it's that uh, religion. The the religion side of it is, is self centeredness, right? As a part of Christ taught that religion was to take after the widows and the orphans, mm -hmm. and that to, to take after the widows and the orphans and, and the children and that kind of stuff. So, how did we flip from to a religion being outward, going out, taking care of people, mm -hmm. loving on them, taking yourself out of it, and going to do it, to somehow flipping that around was about the way I look, the way I dress, the way I talk, the way I act, the way I do, the way, and all these different kind of things. You see what I'm saying? So, that's one of the things I wanted y'all if, if it's switched within different generations. Well, quick, just to piggy off of the whole conversation we just had, mm -hmm. um, I, I don't think I can name a Sunday service that I had on shoes the whole time. <laughs> no. I don't like shoes, they make me uncomfortable. And, you know, I'm older now and I can drive now and stuff, but when I was, I grew up in the church. The church is literally like another home to me. Here and the previous church we've been at, I would spend all day Sundays there with my dad and my mom doing whatever. I want to be comfortable. And I don't think that wearing shoes <laughs> should determine whether or not I'm going to hell. Or, like, that has nothing to do with it. Yeah, exactly. And so another good. thing is, like, as an example, um, you know, I don't, I, I didn't, I didn't have the option to leave, but I, I wanted to one time leave this church because there was a lady who I was wearing a skirt one time and I had on literally I had leggings underneath the skirt and uh, my boyfriend and my best friend overheard this and my brother overheard this lady say something about if I was to pick up drop something that I would expose my whole self or something like something stupid like that and it just hurt my feelings because like I and before I leave every Sunday morning I ask my mom is this outfit okay like is this should I go change blah blah you know, and she said it was okay, and my dad saw me, and he didn't have anything to say about it. So why am I being judged mm. in the one place that I should never ever feel Ooh. judgment at? Exactly. Amen. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Somebody give me a mic. I think that kind of like sums up this whole conversation. Well, William had a comment, and then we are going to sum it up because we're running low on time. So, William? It's going off what he said. He said, how did it go from going out to being centered um, a lot I feel like as generations went on the generations got more selfish they didn't want to give the blessings they wanted all of it to themselves oh, that's good they, yeah. they wanted it all they wanted the money they wanted the nice houses they wanted the 
nice cars. Granted, I want the nice cars, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm a car guy. That's what I like. Yeah. But as generations went on, they got more and more selfish, and they just want everything given. They're just like, give me this, give me this, give me this, give me this. I want this, so give me it. Well, here's here's how we're gonna wrap this up. Now we're gonna do two days of this. So today is this, today is Friday. We're doing this. You have something to say? Go ahead, Ben. Mm -hmm. I think it was brought back down to two weeks ago when me and Ricky were talking. Are you a fan? Are you a follower yes. of Christ? Mm. And when you're when you're a fan of Christ, you believe in hell. You believe in all the all the good works God can do for you, um, and you and you see what God has done for you. But then you start trying to put on this front that God has done all this for you. You start playing this front that you're this great person, mm -hmm. and you start putting right. on this front that. You surround yourself with all these good people, but then you don't want to let someone else in that's going through hard times that you're going through as well. And you don't want to bring them in because you don't want to drag yourself down. You, instead of lifting them back up because you're not good in your reading, you're not good in your prayer life. And that's, and that's what it's all about. So are you a fan or are you a follower? I love it, man. Look, yes. This conversation is so good, and we're not done. We're, we're, we're pausing on it. We've dropped, we've dropped three or four bombs in here today. So, but here's, here's, the question, here's the question I'm going to end this on, and, and we're going to pick this up on the next session. And y'all ready for this? We talk about the generations beating up on each other. We talk about Christians having the having the um, the the reputation of being judgmental. And so uh, all of y'all have said it. Um, it's religion. Why do I got to be religious? I shouldn't get made fun of in the one place where I should feel safe to come and all that. Here's the question I got for you. We're gonna pick it up on the next session. How are you gonna change it? Come back next come on next week because it's your responsibility to change it. Because guess who the next ones are? Us in this room. So we have got to make a difference. How we Gonna change it next next Friday. Bye size eight o'clock. Everybody say it. One two three. Bye size. See y'all next week. Hey, thanks for joining Seastone Church today. And listen, if you're on Facebook, go ahead and like and share so all of your friends can enjoy what you just got through seeing. And if you're on YouTube, then make sure that you go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that notification bell so you don't miss any of our upcoming content. And we hope to see you soon.